Allow us to reintroduce ourselves. This is The Itch. My name is Casey. My name is Dan. And I'm Aaron. And we are back after a, a hiatus. I will say, though, um, that was the busiest damn off-season ever. <laughs> you think it was busy. Imagine it being me. super busy. <laughs> <laughs> we were doing a lot of plotting and planning and texting and brainstorming. And then the fact that we reposted, revisited some of those old episodes, but recorded new intros to them meant we were still getting on and doing new stuff. <laughs> yeah. And that's why it didn't feel like a vacation or a break or off season. It was it was just just another week. We just didn't spend as long on the recording sessions as we normally do. Which that in and of itself is is sometimes okay. Yeah. Maybe we'll have some short episodes this year. I don't know. We'll see how we feel. Or researching new topics. Yes. <laughs> but man, that that was productive though. You gotta admit, that time came up with a whole bunch of really cool stuff that we're going to take this episode to share some of that new stuff and uh, what you might be able to expect in this second season of the podcast. Yeah, definitely excited. You've put in a lot of work. <laughs> You've put in a lot of work uh, to try to get us uh, lined up with some different opportunities. And, uh, you know, I think the communication has been really good um, back to us. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about what this season, if we're going to call it that, has in store for us yeah so one thing i learned is that when it comes to podcasting the word season either means you're deliberately like a short run like eight episodes this is the full story and we'll come back with another story later um kind of thing or it means we're tired and we need to take a break (laughs) so we're calling it a season yeah Yeah. in our case it was the latter we were like we need to rest for a minute we barely did (laughs) plus it feels so cool to call it season two like we're new and improved been mildly rebooted to be honest yes mildly this is very sure yeah rebranding is uh, what we're going to try to do this season to go along with with just uh, the new features that we've got in store so the first thing you might notice is that we did not introduce this show as the itch rock matters or the rock matters podcast but rather as just the itch we decided that between the radio show, which we're hoping will return to this season and the podcast and our website and social media handles that it was too complicated for everything to be different. We needed some, some synchronicity there. And so while rock does matter and we will be continuing to discuss matters related to rock, we decided that it didn't necessarily need to be part of the name of the itches podcast anymore. Yeah, and honestly, this season, we kind of want to focus on us. We are the itch. That's why we introduce ourselves every every show. Uh, and we do that not only on the podcast, but we do it on the radio show as well. If we don't introduce ourselves and we outro ourselves so that you kind of get to know us. And that's that's going to be the focus is trying to get to know us this season. Yeah, and we're going to keep the, the format pretty much the same the way we did in the first season. We're going to do album reviews and we're very excited to get some interviews lined up and recorded. And we're also going to do some uh, collaborations with other podcasts and we're excited about those opportunities as well. Yeah. One thing that we've discovered since doing this is how incredibly awesome the podcast community is and how supportive they are of their own 
and it's not something that I guess I would have expected. You know, maybe I should have, you know, radio broadcasters have always been friendly. You know, every uh, run in that we've had with the specialty show hosts at the radio station have always been really nice. And any kind of radio broadcaster that I've met or, or DJ, as you want to call them, they're typically most of the time down to earth guys. Most of them, I'd say about <laughs> 90 percent of them by and large, by and large. Uh, yeah. But, but yeah, it's it's just incredible, like how supportive that they've been, um, you know, and then even reaching out to us and, and collaborating with us. So it, it's it's really exciting that uh, we're getting to be a part of this. Yeah, we we decided in our conversations that we didn't really need to reinvent the wheel in terms of what the format of the show was. There may be a couple of fun little bits and segments that show up here and there throughout the season. You'll have to see. But by and large, we we like the idea of sort of this buffet style. Some episodes focus mostly on an album review. Some might be a little bit of a game. Um, some might be a conversation with an artist where we have the freedom to pick and choose um, what interests us without being uh, entirely obligated to follow a format. But what we did decide was that we really wanted to focus this season on being about collaboration. And so as as Casey mentioned, I think with the interviews, as Dan mentioned with the podcast community, we've already got a good solid number of leads and interested parties <laughs> in speaking to some artists and having guest spots and being guests on other shows we may even end up deciding to collaborate with a, a network of some sort and plus there's also the possibility of old former itch members returning for episodes here and there including some you have not met yet yeah we're gonna try <laughs> yeah i really hope that's possible you know with covid it's it's a little bit more difficult than than just inviting one of them over to my house uh, so <laughs> right yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, we've been fortunate with other members that we've had come come back on that they've had the means to uh, set up some kind of recording situation. So I don't know if that's quite possible for all of our past cohorts, but uh, <laughs> we'll see. We'll definitely try. That's for sure. My dream for this season is for as many episodes as possible, not every single one, but as many as possible to have somebody joining us on them. That's... I think that would be a lot of fun. That would be fun, but um, you know, don't forget, this is our show. <laughs> <laughs> Dan doesn't want to share too much uh, yes. of the spotlight here. <laughs> That's fair. I'm, I'm thinking if we, could, if we can hit like a 50-50 kind of split, I'll be pretty happy, especially if those 50-50 are bands that we love. Yeah, no, I, I definitely wouldn't argue with that. Yeah. Actually, Casey brought up a really good point the other day that was that I hadn't even noticed um, without without dropping any specific names i think we're able to give at least a hint of some <laughs> of the artists you might be able to to expect on future episodes <laughs> well we we have one interview that that is one of my favorites from the top 20 list then we have another interview that is dan's favorite of the top 20 list and then we hope that we can get one of Aaron's favorites of the top 20 list, which was all done on a review episode. Yes. <laughs> so that's, that's a little sneak peek and I don't want to go any further than that because I don't want to say things that aren't fully locked in yet, yeah. but they're, but they're <laughs> pretty close. False hope. <laughs> yeah. They're pretty close though. And I'm really excited about it. Like I want to talk about that. I was so high. I promise we're not liars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if these don't work out, I've sent out a whole bunch of other, <laughs> you know 
shots into the dark to see what happens. And so something will work. But man, we were so excited last season when we talked to Sean from Grey Days and we talked to Arya from Skin Dread. Those were awesome episodes. Those were so much fun. And to do it more, yeah. And pretty un- unexpected uh, context to uh, to be able to get the interview for one. <laughs> yeah. Still a little bit mourning that the grandson one didn't work out. I'm just going to go public with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I will say that. Especially since they, they reached out first. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That came up recently on something we were talking about. And uh, yeah, I agree. Like they reached out to us and it was, it was kind of like, oh man, well, well, fuck you then. God. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't going to go that far. I was pretty excited to talk to them, but man, I was disappointed that it didn't work out. (laughs) I like taking the positive road. And what I said is we will make sure that one day we will have enough listens to warrant them (laughs) wanting to come to us for interviews and stuff. But yeah, no, I, I, I just I agree with with uh, somebody that said that when a conversation that we recently had and that's I I laughed so hard because I agreed one hundred percent with that. I'm just gonna reach out to them again in like six months and be like, all right, so Death of an Optimist has been out for a while. <laughs> Nobody's talking about it as much anymore. He's, what is he doing? He's not doing anything. It's still COVID. Come on, <laughs> it's still COVID. <laughs> it's not an election. <laughs> we're we're going to make this happen. We we have some major goals. One of our goals is to get the grandson interview at some point. Another <laughs> of our goals is in a is post COVID to get Skindred back in the United States and preferably with like a good label, a good management, whoever. So that's that's a low key mission like that the itch has. And yeah, to play oh. you know, even if they just come to play one show here in St. Louis, I don't give a crap. Like <laughs> As soon as we continue, you know, as we continue interviewing more and more bands, you know, I'm going to slip that in there. Be like, oh, you know, if we ever uh, have a show or something to play, can we call you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or oh, hey, do you guys know Skin Dread? Because you should, uh, you should get to know them. Yeah, you should <laughs> totally them. open for them on a concert that we set up called the Itch Fest. <laughs> take them on, yeah, take them on your next tour, and and we got a show for you in St. Louis. <laughs> That's one of our dreams that we have not yep. truly pursued because we are not actual concert promoters, but <laughs> we still think it's a good idea to dream big, and so. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know where we would like we'd have to like solicit all these venues and be like, come on, hold the show for us, man. Come on. <laughs> Absolutely no idea how to make that work. Nope. <laughs> I don't do you guys even know any concert promoters? I don't think I do. <laughs> no. Uh, I think we're gonna we're gonna have to find some. Oh, okay, yeah. so Well, I don't know about promoters, but I, I know a few smaller venue people that deal with stuff like that, but we we may have to we may have to find some to interview so that we have we have a connection. So there you there you have it. Itch Fest coming 2023. Let's make sure we buy ourselves some time. Yeah, I was going to say depending on how quickly we we could get it done, uh, depending on the COVID situation, we people would probably want us to have a, a concert at their venue. Please come back to us. <laughs> Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Nobody's playing shows yet. We still need some people to play shows. Ah, well, we'll do it. We'll we'll get you there. They'll be like, it's called Itch Fest. And they'll be like, wait, what? <laughs> never, I'm sorry, never mind. <laughs> we don't want whatever that is happening here. <laughs> like, no, we we promise. It's there's it's not like that. It's so it's nothing disgusting. Real quick, while you mentioned that, you know. One of the things that we want to try to make sure that we stress enough is that uh, we are the itch. We're a rock music podcast. And 
you know, so it, just because you hear the itch, we're not going to talk about weird stuff that you don't want to hear itches. Right. Uh, this, this isn't a medical advice show. <laughs> that's not our, our goal. But what we do want to start saying now, and one of the reasons why our name became a thing is because when we got the radio show, we were asked, what kind of a niche do you guys want to fill? And that was part of the, the, uh, the thing that we needed to tell them in order to get the radio show is we had to have some kind of niche that we were going to fill in the St. Louis radio. And, you know, the story goes, I'm sure you might've heard it already, but Casey misunderstood it. He heard the word itch and he said, one that needs to be scratched. That's the niche we're going to fill. <laughs> um, and so our ongoing theme, I think this season is going to be, you know, every episode, what itch are we scratching? That's right. So, it may we may be scratching the itch for a new album, a new style of album. We may be scratching the itch to hear a cool story about a band. It could be any number of things. Uh, I've always understood the name of the show, the itch, to be exactly that. It's this idea of like the misinterpretation worked for me. It was this idea of there is a there is a void in the radio for radio for rock that isn't the same ten songs over and over, and we're here to be able to do that so that people can scratch the itch for a little bit deeper, wider selection of music to hear. Well, and you know that the name was perfect. And I don't know if you guys have ever been in a band or if you've ever been in a collaboration where you've had to name something. Uh, there were five of us for one that started this radio show. And when, when the name kind of came up, we we're pitching all these names <clears throat> and somebody said, well, what about the itch? There was, there was no more any questions. There was nothing like, nope, everybody's <laughs> That's the one. That's it. That's exactly what we're going to call it. Like, and, and for five guys to agree on a name just like that is just incredible. And I, it meant a lot to us. And it's me. It still means a lot to us to this day. 17 yeah. years later. Oh, yeah. We got to get to that, too, in a second. But, yeah, I just wanted to point out that as well, that that Casey's <laughs> happy accident. I don't know if we would ever come up with a name if yeah. he hadn't have done yeah. that, because we'd probably still be talking about it right now. <laughs> what should we call this? And it would have been something like wood rock or rock on the wood or something like that. <laughs> rock like it, on it the just... wood. Yeah. It would have been something that had to do with the wood because we were teenagers when we came up with the name. And so, yeah, we would have done that. But that that's a good point. You said 17 years um, early on in season one. Dan had sort of a running gag where he would try to sneak. We've been on the radio for 16 years into every episode. <laughs> it eventually faded out a little bit. and You didn't do it quite as much. But you, if you've listened regularly, you have heard it plenty of times. Well, now with the dropping of this episode on February 22nd, this is. 17 years it's the itch anniversary, as we call it <laughs> it is but the funny thing is i can't really say that i've been on the radio for 17 years because i haven't like the whole last year we haven't been on the radio march 8th was the last date that we were there so so it's... so we can work around that though yeah the, the itch it... has existed for 17 years there you yes. go perfect i love it <laughs> we can work around it yep i like it and so we love celebrating the itch anniversary. it's usually a show a time when on the radio show we would try to have people from the past back to join us um, what were some of the other traditions you have you guys had aside from sometimes we would have like food in the studio when you weren't supposed to? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think sometimes like we would just go back and play old playlists and or mm. yeah, yeah, I don't know. We we played a lot of stuff from like the first couple weeks of our existence That's, as yep. a show. Yeah, yeah, we would. Yeah, we would always like one of my favorite things is like going back and playing like the 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 first playlist that we ever played as a radio show. Yeah. Because we still have all those listed. Did you always start um, itch episodes with Metallica? 
I think so. Or or it maybe end with Metallica? I, maybe not. It it was kind of both. Report, yeah, but yeah, yeah, I don't know to be honest. I don't think we did that. And then I, what do you got to say? You got but something just, else there? It, it just it, it doesn't come like it. I don't know. It doesn't feel like it sound familiar off the top of my head. Like that that we that that was a tradition. Oh, okay. Might, might I just know that that was that was the first track that we yes. played as the Itch was a Metallica song. It was Fade to and... Black, and there, there was actually a reason for that too because one of the radio stations that got me, well, I guess that was popular when I got into rock music yeah. was a radio station called one Oh four one extreme radio. And it was amazing. Like I literally, like there were very few commercials on it. You could just sit there and listen to rock music and not, or I'm sorry, listen to the station and not really hear like the same songs, the same bands. That station alone was the reason why I wanted to be in radio. I literally would turn it on uh, when I got home from school and sit in my room and, and play on you know video games or whatever and just be listening to the radio all night long. And and that's all I listened to is 104.1 Extreme Radio. And so the radio station didn't last because of a FCC guideline that basically said one entity can only own six radio stations in a network or in a, in a, a market. Mm. And they can't be of the same uh, genres, basically. And so MS had f- three or four rock stations at the time. Yeah. So they had to get rid of 97.1. They had to get rid of 104.1 um, and 93.7. Yeah, it was a clean sweep of St. Louis Radio for a while there. <laughs> yeah, they did. I mean, it was awesome, too, because there were so many rock stations. And that's why I didn't understand is like, why would you have to get rid of them if you're supposedly competing against yourself? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, it sucked because like we I felt like at the time we had some of the greatest radio ever, like anywhere. And then we lost half our rock stations and then another one kind of turned over. And it's just been crap ever since. (laughs) (laughs) And that's and that's exactly why I wanted to do the itch. That's why, you know, when we got to college, I wanted to get on the radio and I wanted to bring back that style radio back to St. Louis. That was a whole our whole intention. But you know, we're a college radio station and, and it's almost impossible to just go into a huge radio station and be like, hey, I have no experience. You should hire me. <laughs> like, <laughs> Very true. Nobody Very true. does that. It's not yeah. going to happen. But now you can say you've, you've been on the air for 16 years plus yeah. plus and doing yeah, a podcast. Nobody will hire me. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. 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 It, it's, <laughs> the show really does still, even today. The show real when St. Louis has at least four rock stations, and this is, uh, it feels a little bit weird to say this. The show that you guys had done until the pandemic still actually does scratch an itch that isn't particularly well uh, scratched by those stations. <laughs> yeah. Like you would think that with, with with three or four other rock stations that that they would have their bases covered, but no, one's a classic rock station. Two of them are functionally the same station, and then there's another one that I'll admit I kind of like, but I still. They're the ones that I think are closest to us, and that would be the Viper. But um, yeah, but I still think that there's a spot that we've that we've got to fill there, and so that's that's been really enjoyable. Well, one of the things that we've absolutely made sure to do and separate ourselves as we continue the radio show is to make sure that we don't repeat our songs. We only have a three hour time slot. There's we don't want to use that time slot to play the same damn songs every week, especially when radio does that for us. You know, right. you could turn on a radio station and hear the same song every four hours. So that, that was not our intention. We didn't want to do that. And it's, I think not only did we do a great job of that just from our own memory, 
But as we continued to progress and, and more technology became available to us, we made damn sure of that. We didn't repeat songs for if we unless we actually wanted to. Yeah, we were play, we played deep cuts. We were playing new tracks every week. We were playing bands that that hardly get any attention. Um, the freedom was just fantastic. We had a little Twitter discussion about that earlier earlier this week. The the beauty of the freedom of um, community radio or college radio or things that don't have to answer to a particular format that they're reporting to and they have to report all their plays and all that kind of thing. It was just we could we could play the stuff that you aren't hearing elsewhere and that was fantastic. And so Itraversary is a good time to celebrate that. It was a lot of fun. The other thing I, I kinda wanted to discuss um is that you know I, I don't think that this show would have lasted seventeen years if it not were if it were not for each and every one of us that contributes to this show. Now I will say that um, as the years have gone on, some of us have definitely contributed more than others. And some (laughs) of us continue to just pull their weight way beyond, uh, you know, or I guess put the whole weight of the the show on their shoulders at this point. There's, there's no doubt that every one of us brings different things to the show and makes the show exactly what it is. If it wasn't for the original five that started, I don't think we would have had the, the intricate playlist and the and the the understanding of like all the different types of music that we that we played at the time and just kind of understanding that we should try to adhere to all rock music audiences instead of just our own preferences um and i think that as we've we've grown every one of us continues to add more and more uniqueness to the show yeah we wanted to uh scratch all the itches as it were <laughs> yeah that's a, that's a good lead into something that I thought would be kind of fun to do, which would be for us to each kind of circle around into sort of maybe shedding a little bit light on what each of the other one brings to the table and the role that they played in in the show existing to this to the length that it has. And so for like like for Dan, with what you just heard him talking about with all the with all the radio stations and that kind of still need for something else going on, I think that I would say that the itch is that Dan brings the passion to that and that he very much it's something that he cares very deeply about is, is that music and is he's very much driven by the passion for, for sharing music with people for seeing opportunities that might not exist otherwise. And and that's a good thing that he, that he brings to the table. I think if, I think he's the, the one that, that keeps things pushing along whenever, you know, like when I left, I, I moved out of St. Louis. So that was just down to you two at that point. So you both had to collectively decide that you're going to continue or not. And I doubt either one of you would have done it without each other. I don't think a one man show would have been very much fun, but <laughs> yeah. uh, so I think that's one thing that he brings to the table. Dan also brings to the table sort of the, the, I would say the grumpy old man vibe of the itch. <laughs> um, <laughs> the get off my lawn as it were. And I'm the youngest on the show, aren't I? I think you're the youngest one on the show, but, you, but you're also the most get off my lawn. Yeah, Dan's, Dan's the only one here that that has kids too, so he he actually he is somebody's old man. Um, mm-hmm. So there's that, and so I think that that's sort of, um, but I think that that's fun to have that little bit of of sort of like lovable grumpiness and sarcasm. Kind of somebody needs to bring that to the table in most shows. And so <laughs> that's kind of where I see that. Dan is kind of like this driving force and, and a little bit of the snarky attitude. It's fine. <laughs> it's my humor style. What can I say? It's his humor style. <laughs> <laughs> 
giving out some bro love today. All right. This is going to be the day after Valentine's Day, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So like I said, I I think Dan is sort of the the driving force behind the show and and also kind of brings a little bit of that that attitude to it. But he and KC collectively um, have been the anchors of the show when other people have come and gone whenever I became very part time. And so they, they definitely operate as the, the, the duo, the main duo. <laughs> it, it, it's funny that you say that. Cause I actually would definitely say that Casey is the main driving force of the show. Yeah. Uh, yeah because there's, uh, there's no doubt that if it was just on me, I'd have, I'd have given up a long time ago. <laughs> it, it's just because there's so many times where the show becomes an afterthought. Like you said, you know, I got family, got life house and all this other shit going on. The last thing sometimes on my mind is, Oh, I got to get all this stuff together and go to a radio show for, and for three hours and be away from family and, and uh, not be productive at home basically for four hours of my life uh, (laughs) every week. And so, yeah, I think, I think I probably would have given up on that. There's no doubt. Um, But the, the fact that, I get to do the show with one of with one of my best friends that I've known for fuck twenty years. Yep. <laughs> like, you know, I don't know, twenty two years. Like how yeah, fucking long is it? It'll be twenty one this year. Wow. Casey even knows exactly how long it's been. He's he's a yeah. numbers guy. Our too. friendship is drinking age, all right? Our friendship <laughs> can legally get drunk. Your friendship can legally drink. Uh, so, so it just goes to show you how much this dude means to me. Um, and, you know, it, it started out as, as a really close friendship in college. And, you know, it, there's no doubt that um, one of the reasons why I continue doing this show is is just because I get to go and have fun three hours every day and just or three hours every week and goof off. And but Casey brings a lot musically to the show, too, is the classic rock aspect, uh, just the just a different mental aspect. And I think all of us kind of have that, but he, he kind of is almost the, I don't know, me and him are both kind of mainstream rock. And over the years, we've really kind of toned in on each other's like wavelength of, of rock preferences. But yeah, he's, he's always been like the, the, the classic rock guy. And always, he's always uh, just bringing all kinds of different uh, things that, and because Casey's such a loyal guy, he always has like this this loyal following, uh, you know, whether it be friends, family that has supported the show throughout the entire years that we've been doing it. And I think that's also helped keep the show going is because, you know, he's he's so dedicated to everyone around him and the show and everything that he does, that people are, are as dedicated to him as, as he is to them. Do you bring up two good points there? Can I touch on real quick? Yeah. <laughs> One is that I, I definitely agree. I think I think if um if people are just meeting us for the first time, I think Casey's the most instantly likable of the three of us because yeah. he's just so darn friendly <laughs> and 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 laughing. Um, <laughs> which, and so and so that's there's a good magnetism there. And then also you you point out his his dedication to the show, which I didn't even think about that. But I remember plenty of times whenever something would come up for you at home and you couldn't make it or you're going to be late. And he's Casey's more than willing to run the show by himself if he has to, even though it's not half as much fun by herself. But just to make sure it's still happening on a regular schedule, he'll still do it. He's he's the rock behind the edge. There's no doubt. That's right. (laughs) Well, now on to Aaron. (laughs) 
Aaron brought a different musical taste than Dan and I at the beginning of the show. Kind of those fringe bands that either we weren't really familiar with or just weren't really that into. So like the Project 86s and the <laughs> Blind Sides and Jimmy Eat World. <laughs> I got you a little bit of emo and a little bit of Christian rock. Yeah. <laughs> but having that third guy uh, on the show for the first half of, of our existence was was always that that important factor. Because, you know, Dan and I could have been a two-man show, but having the third man is just that, that final piece to the puzzle. Above all else, now with the podcast, I would say that Aaron is the gorilla glue, as it were, <laughs> of the podcast. <laughs> gorilla glue. <laughs> I'm glad you added glue. If you just That's called me fantastic. a gorilla right now. <laughs> but uh, he's the the planner and the the keeping us on track as far as the direction of where we want to go as a podcast. And we appreciate the effort that you put in with all the uh, the Google documents and the. <laughs> editing the editing of the the shows i know i've i've been kind of tagging in on that as well but but uh this podcast w- wouldn't uh happen if if you weren't trying to get us to do it i know that's partly because you miss doing the radio show itself because you're in chicago but uh with coronavirus uh it's able to exist and that's that's awesome yeah and just to add on to that um i <laughs> I give you a lot of trouble, man, um, <laughs> but it's all in good love. Like you, you do bring a, a different aspect to the show, a very unique aspect, especially with your music uh, preferences um, that that just wouldn't be the show wouldn't be what it is without you and your quirkiness. You know, like just bringing like the acapella songs and and like the the Carmen San Diego theme songs the and just the crazy shit that we used to do on the on the show. Like th- those were all your your crazy ideas and and uh, yeah, the I don't I don't think the show would have been ra- as random or as goofy or off the wall if it wasn't for for you just wanting to do random stuff and and just you know kind of that uh, I guess that I don't even know how you say it eccentricity. Uh, <laughs> well just that randomness kind of rubbing off on us uh yeah over the years that's true you guys got wild on some halloween episodes and stuff and <laughs> we were doing some some crazy songs on those too but i just appreciate that you guys indulged my weird my weird ideas where i would be like hey can we play bjork one time just for fun and you guys are like all right fine <laughs> yeah terry i'm pretty sure we also played tori amos for you <laughs> Did you play the time. Raining Blood? Yeah. Tori Amos' Slayer yeah. song? So, yeah, I yeah. think so. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And so that, that all worked out together really well. <laughs> yep. The Carmen Sandio theme song. <laughs> Still my favorite acapella song. It's pretty good. <laughs> I, I have to agree. If I could find a way for us to do an episode on that, I would. But uh, so far, <laughs> it hasn't struck me as to how that would make any sense at all. <laughs> Start interviewing all the acapella groups that, that do the do the songs. Hey. Hey, Rockapella is the group that does it. They have the word rock in their name. That makes them relevant to our show. I think I think you just figured it out. There you go. I'm going to find Rockapella. They're going to make, we'll have them record a new itch theme song. <laughs> <laughs> that 
that would man. be amazing. I gotta oh make a God. note. I'm I'm half serious about this. <laughs> <laughs> like, can you guys record something right now live on the air with us? <laughs> I'll do the beatboxing. I'll I'll join yeah. the group for for one episode. For one for one song. <laughs> for one song. <laughs> So, yeah, I think the itch is uh, this is one of my favorite things about doing the show with you guys is that not only are we close, but there's there is a collective that really it works the best whenever it's all three of us. I know even whenever I would come visit St. Louis and, and visit the show, most of the time when I'd be there, one or both of you would make a comment effect of like, you know, it feels like the show feels complete now. Yeah. Whenever this this like the, the triad versus the a duo. Yes. Those were always the most fun shows, especially yeah. if it had been a while since we had last kind of collaborated because we just had a lot of fun together. And that fun, you know, always, you know, transcribed into to just laughter, really uh, good times, good music and a great show. And now here we are. And that's this why I think we're all pretty happy to see this podcast continue on into 2021 and branching out into some new areas that are we're really hyped about and again i don't want to say anything but i do at the same time <laughs> but <laughs> just give it a week or two and you'll find out we can yeah we can talk about there is one thing we one. can talk about yeah. yeah because you know we we wanted to spend a lot of time this episode to introduce ourselves and kind of we'll reintroduce ourselves i guess um and just to get a little bit more knowledge on us uh well the great thing is is that if you want to know more about us too you can listen to our our buddy trev his podcast, which drops tomorrow, uh, features us, and it's called the Struggling Artist Podcast. And it will be—I'm assuming—the episode most likely be called "Struggling with the Itch." Yes, I hope. I hope he puts our names in there because "Struggling with the Itch" definitely sounds like something different than what we are. <laughs> like, like that makes it so much worse. <laughs> I didn't think about that, but that is a good point. <laughs> I really hope he calls it "Struggling with like Dan Casey and Aaron of the Itch" or something like that. Yeah, or the Itch podcast. Yeah, there you go. He needs to do something. Probably like send him a message or something. Yeah, I I need to get on that real quick just to be sure that he's doing that. Tune in next week to find out. (laughs) Yeah, find out if we guest start on a show about STIs. (laughs) (laughs) STIs. Oh man, (laughs) that was a great conversation. Yes, it really was. Uh, And and I have to say, like for whatever reason, like I just thought it was going to be like, we're, I, I, I listened to a couple of his episodes and I didn't quite, I guess I, I, I didn't quite understand or get that. It was, it was really just like an interview show where he like interviewed people. Um, Cause the one episode I, I heard he was kind of reviewing albums and stuff like that. And so like halfway through this, when we're the, doing this collaboration he's asking us all these questions, it just hit me. And I'm just like, Holy shit, we're being interviewed. Like, I'm, I can't believe I'm at the point now where like people actually give a shit about what I say and that they're asking me on their show. It was it was just crazy. Like it was it was <laughs> surreal. I just had this like epiphany halfway through the show. I was just like, holy crap. I, I wow. I'm, we've hit that point. Look at us. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun to be on this end of things. Yeah. <laughs> he gets yeah, to do the editing and all the work and we just get to talk and laugh. <laughs> and he did all the research and stuff, too. It was like, whoa, this guy knows what he's talking about. He's like actually listened to our shows and stuff and has legitimate questions. Trev knows his stuff. That was that was a great experience. It was very fun, too. Uh, and it was crazy. Like, I, I didn't expect him to. uh look because we you know we did it on zoom and, and we're all 
I'm assuming most podcasters are probably the same thing as, as radio broadcasters. We all have a face for this <laughs> but, and facial hair for it too. Yeah. yeah. But like, I, I, I didn't expect like, I don't know. Like he just sounds like he, a big guy. He is a big guy. He did say six, three, uh, six, six, five, six, five. Oh, he was six, six five. five. Okay. Oh, yeah, wow. he said he was I didn't, five. I missed that yeah. part, but, uh, it was, it was just funny. Cause like, it's, it's always, interesting like when you have this preconceived picture in your head of what somebody looks like and then you see him you're like oh man that's totally not what i was expecting <laughs> yeah. like for whatever reason when i was listening to his podcast i totally had an image of like judah friedlander or some shit <laughs> <laughs> hold on i gotta <laughs> i gotta look that that person up <laughs> but this dude he was uh he was no he oh, okay was definitely okay <laughs> Yeah, okay, I know who you're talking <laughs> Yeah, I could have like, imagined that as well. the sound of his voice, it's kind of like the impression I got, and I was like, oh, that's why wow, I didn't look at that at all, okay. <laughs> that's that's fantastic. <laughs> well, that was the kind of interesting part, talking to him before we started recording. Uh, I I said, us big guys got to stick together, and I told him that I was 6'7", and he was kind of taken aback by that. So, <laughs> Oh, yeah, <laughs> that reminds what- me. Actually, some really good stories that we got to hear because he was like, oh, he says that he told Casey, he's like, that's not fair. You're at that that height where people will just leave you alone. He's like, I'm at that height where people try to pick on me and, and start shit just to try to prove a point. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and Casey's like, yeah, that's true. They don't mess with me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like we said, Casey is so friendly and likable that like who in their right mind would like try to start trouble with you? Not just because you're big, but like, what are you instigating? <laughs> <laughs> this is true exactly okay if you if you ha- if you decided you want to pick up you got a problem if you think that casey <laughs> is somebody you want to you want to start trouble with but <laughs> but yeah all that to say the struggling artist podcast was a great experience you can look that up on the interwebs uh he's on twitter at podcast tsa and um yeah trev was a great host he was our first appearance on another show and we were hyped about that we're going to return the favor as soon as we uh, get the opportunity and the right idea for for what we'll talk about he also has, honestly, some of my favorite podcast art of any show that I've ever listened to. Whoever did that, I think it's just a really cool visual. And so that it is. Yeah. Yeah. I consider that episode we recorded with him like part two to what we're talking about right now. Yeah. Is there there's sort of like a yeah, a, a duo together. And so so you can listen to that tomorrow as this drops. That's right. We'll have a link in the show notes to that um, as soon as it is available to us. So I think I think we're just about ready to wrap it up. Um, wrap it up, got- yo! Wrap it up! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, now I want to use that as the outro thing. <laughs> but maybe we'll just leave it in how it is right here. <laughs> oh, one other thing I want to tell you guys that I'm hopeful about, and I was working on this before. It's not finalized yet, but once we got the official kind of name change idea in mind, we're going to get some of this stuff finalized is that I'm ready for itch merchandise. We've been, we have literally talked for years about at least getting some shirts years, like since early on in the show. Yeah. About getting shirts made just for ourselves. We we had itch stickers, but the second year of the show, we We did have itch stickers that made it onto some bumpers. And there is one bumper out there. It's still on. (laughs) (laughs) it's not even mine it's not mine (laughs) (laughs) but we know of at least one itch bumper out there so i know of one (laughs) that's fantastic well hopefully we can get some uh some final art 
and get some t-shirts made for us and for anybody who is amazing enough to listen and want to own one. Maybe some stickers or bumper stickers if you like that too. I don't know. Put them on your guitar or your bumper or your trash can or your binder or whatever. <laughs> Whatever's binder. going on. Your, I don't know. Your binder. I don't know. Your laptop. Your yeah. laptop. That's what you need to do right there. You'll have an itch laptop. So I can't. Yeah, there's no formal announcement of anything available, but I just want to throw it out there that it's coming this year. That's my goal is that for that to happen. If for no other reason than for the three of us, hopefully for more. (laughs) I want to totally wear some itch gear. That's right. And we want to we want to be as interactive as we can for you, the listener, because, you know, what are we doing this for other than to entertain (laughs) ourselves? Like we said, our focus this year is on collaboration. So we want to collaborate with you, too. You got ideas for us. You got feedback for us. Let us know. You got a review you want to put on Apple podcast or on Podchaser? by all means. We would love for that as well. Yeah. And honestly, uh, you know, anything you can do to help spread the word, we greatly appreciate because just know that the more that everybody helps get the word out, the, the better the show keeps getting. And I'll say that because one of the things that we talked about earlier in the show is when we've been reaching out to try to get interviews, one of the things that they always ask is listenership, subscribership. Um, and, you know, if we don't have good enough numbers, obviously we're not able to land these interviews. So the more that you're able to spread the word, the better the interviews will get. I can promise you that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Casey had an, had an answer for the question of how many listeners that we have, but it doesn't, it doesn't cut it with, with every person that we give that answer to. So <laughs> some listeners, <laughs> Some listeners is not always enough. <laughs> enough. We have enough listeners. We have enough. We have enough. Right. How many How many do you need? Yeah, how many do you need? But <laughs> we'll go find them. We'll get them. Don't you worry. But it's true, though. More listenership in, it improves the quality of what we're able to do. And we haven't asked for, you know, a financial help at this point. But if we once we got merchandise out, if we were to do a Patreon, anything like that, that kind of stuff goes a long way to improving the sound quality and those kind of things and to paying the dues that come with operating a show and hosting it and websites and all those kind of things. So it's always you've probably heard this plenty of times before, but all that kind of assistance and word of mouth and stuff goes a long way to to help make the things that you like become even better. And hopefully you like them even more. You've been listening to The Itch, a rock music podcast. My name is Dan. I'm KC. And I'm Aaron. And until next time, rock on. If you enjoyed what you heard in this episode, please subscribe and tell a friend about the show. We've got plenty of links in the show notes to continue the conversation, including the episode's playlist. And you can interact with us on Twitter, Facebook, or through Gmail and itchrocks.com, all at itchrocks, I-T-C-H-R-O-C-K-S. I don't know. I can I can go on about KC forever. <laughs> well, here let me let me seg let me segue it over to you or or some some bro love. Bro love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Giving out some bro love today. All right.